0: Good morning, good afternoon, everybody. This is Mike Bundy with Geek Tavern. It's been a while, but I've accumulated a new group of people. I have Sean, and I have Aaron, and we're here to talk about whatever we damn well please.
1: (laughs) Yep, sounds good to me.
0: That's Sean.
2: And I'm Aaron. And that's Aaron.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway, today we're going to we're going to talk about, you know, one of our favorite things, star Wars. Um, yeah. So (laughs) let's just start off. We want to talk about Jedi fallen order. Uh, and this'll, this'll be good for any return listeners because it is a video game Mm -hmm. and that's what this channel primarily was, but there'll be some changes on that. We don't need to talk about that. Who cares? Um, so yeah,
1: Jedi fallen order, uh, what do you guys think? Well, I'm only like halfway through the game right now, but I really like it so far. <laughs> Prepare to have it spoiled.
0: Yeah, we we kind of before the episode started, we we kind of spoiled some stuff for Sean already. But <laughs> uh, it, fantastic game. Uh, I really like the the story overall. Uh, the characters were were very well done. Um, I think it's always a, a weird thing to like these stories in and try to fit them in in between like the movies and stuff like it, it's it's either hit or miss you know
1: yeah uh throwing things into well i mean with the disney changes and everything you know you, you can't really the extended you know canon and everything it's always changing but throwing like how cal is a runaway jedi and everything it's kind of like yeah. it's just like um It's changing the original movies a little bit, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that's essentially what I was meaning. You know, it's, you know,
0: everybody's supposed to be killed in the Order 66. But then we kind of wreck on that a little bit and throw in a new character that supposedly got away. But I think they did a a phenomenal job at making you believe that.
2: Well, and even then, it's not unheard of because you have Kane and as who survived the purge uh ahsoka tano survived the purge i mean like to me at least it doesn't seem like weird that they have a new canon character who survived because i'm like oh because they do that all the time yeah, well, I just know, mean it any yeah, yeah. they do it, it it's yeah. kind of weird.
1: That's that's yeah. how it always is. It's like, uh, at least with the former Extended Universe, it's like these um, runaway rogue um, surviving Jedi. Uh, that's like the main plot of a lot of these yeah. stories. So it yeah. it's like, oh, they killed everybody in Order 66, but except all of these <laughs> except people. These guys. <laughs> except everyone that <laughs> managed to escape. Except uh, the ones who could deflect a
2: blaster bolt because <laughs> they sensed it coming. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So one of my favorite,
0: uh, I don't, Sean, you might not even be here in the gameplay, but sorry. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's this awesome sequence where it's a flashback and you actually get to go through the order, order 66. Oh yeah. He's not um, that far. Yeah. Right? I didn't, I, didn't, yeah. Yeah.
1: I got, I'm not like, the second time that you revisit Kashyyyk and you're, you're fighting all of those terrible <laughs> you're, monsters. On
2: you're actually almost there because doesn't that happen at origin tree? Isn't yeah, that where he has yeah. the uh flashback. Yeah, you're almost there. Yeah, just about <laughs> there.
0: Honestly, that's probably my favorite part of. It's a great the game. part because yeah.
2: you're basically you don't have to do anything. You're just along for the ride. Yeah, witnessing Order sixty six happen and watching Jaro to Paul fight off a horde of clone troopers and set the um self destruct sequence off on the Venator.
0: Yeah, the, the crazy part about it for me was. Uh, before you, you're summoned as a young Padawan to, to go train with, I I can't remember his name, whatever you said. George Paul. Yeah. And you're summoned to him, so you're like walking down the hallway, and you see one of the stormtroopers, and it's like a friendly, you know, he's like, hey, how's it going today, or whatever. And I think he gives gives you like a high five or whatever. Yeah. So it immediately, it was like, oh, cool. Get to talk to these uh, stormtroopers. And then boom <laughs> order 66 and now they're killing me you
2: know I, I knew because just before you reach that point where you have to um go through it's it's in that flashback but you have to do like all the stuff you have to wall run and jump that's where you climb. learn wall run. and he says reach my position and you have to go up into the thing and i was like oh this is where <laughs> order 66 happens <laughs> i was like I'm not gonna enjoy watching Jared Paul get killed. Yeah. So it
0: was there any bad parts of, of the
2: game that you experienced? Um there wasn't any bad parts, in my opinion. There was a couple <laughs> side stories that kinda took me a little off guard. Like I wish that there had been a little bit more to them. Oh, that's another that's another thing. Jedi's who survived the purge. Terran Malikos. <laughs> Terran Malikos has been on Dathomir since like before Order 66. Yeah. And uh but that's that's one that kind of like threw me a little bit because I was like, the only reason I went to Dathomir was to get the double bladed lightsaber attachment, but also to confront Taryn Malikos and the Night Sister. And then after you kill Taryn Malakos, the night sister's like, "I want to come with you." Yeah. And it's like, oh, "Okay." And then she just comes with you. Like, I wouldn't say it's a bad part. It just doesn't doesn't feel as cohesive as the rest of the story.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the 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 night sister or oh, the, I do too. Uh is that the secret sister? Or secret or the whatever, N- whatever the N- one N- that comes N- with you. Night sister Mary. Night sister. Yeah. <laughs> brother sister. I, <laughs> I don't know. Too many characters. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> They're all but... named sister,
1: second sister. Well, isn't that sister. like
0: some of the, the That's I mean,
1: the right. like, yeah. The main villain's the second that's right. sister. The second sister. That... Yeah, and that's why I got sister, trumped up on sister, that. Uh... night
2: sister. There's the ninth sister and the ninth sister. One looks better than the other. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the one that comes with you, yeah, I really really enjoyed her as a character. Yeah, me too. And it may just because may just be because she's spooky goth GS. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I
1: didn't didn't like how um, Cal has to relearn all the Force things through, like... I mean, it's cool that he's, like, like, doing his visions and things. But it's like, you're a Jedi, and I get that you've been a scrapper for however long you've been a scrapper for, but you should remember how the Force works. You should be able to use Force push and pull and everything. It's not, like, 40 years ago. It's, like, 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, you, you should remember, like... It, that was one thing that was just kind yeah. of like, I mean, you you have all this stuff at your disposal, and you just I think willfully forgot all this shit. Yeah, you, you can't uh, can't wall jump until you
0: relearn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, I, I'm having really a, I'm having a World
1: War II flashback. <laughs> I'm having an Order sixty six flashback of uh, Jaw to Paul and uh, how I learned to become a Jedi. Yeah, I mean, maybe
0: maybe he shut it all out. Kind of like Luke did, but I mean, it's not like Luke had to go
1: back through and, you know, Luke's...
2: Up. No, Luke walked up to the rock and put his hand down, he's like, all right, here we are. He's <laughs> like, like, I'm good.
0: Uh, one of the, I think one of the best things that this game has done that not really any previous Star Wars game has done is the the customization of the lightsaber. Um, I mean, I, I couldn't stop myself every time there was Except a table. For Force Unleashed. I mean, you could change color, but you couldn't change the, the hilt. No. But, uh, I, I mean, think... I I always... Every time I see a table, I'd have to change it. Like,
1: I think that it's kind of lame that you don't... Like, you get all these collectibles in the boxes, but I have yet to find a new color for the lightsaber. I don't know if that's something in to the story, but it's like, yeah, okay, yes. that's like what I want to change the most is Wait, the color. Like the color of the lightsaber? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can. You can. Spoilers. <laughs> when the
2: lightsaber gets destroyed on Dathomir by Terran Malikos, oh. you have to go to Ilum and get a crystal, which you can change to any color you want. But it's that color permanently... After that point, oh. isn't it, it? No, I changed it all did, time. After oh, because I never set it back down on the bench. I just yeah. stuck with yellow. Yeah, on both ends, and I just did that.
0: Yeah, no, you can you can totally go back to the one of the tables or whatever you call. Okay, because I benches because yeah, from that point bench. on, after I got
2: the crystal your and Minecraft my, bench. <laughs> 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 well, after I got the crystal, and I, uh, I was like already through that, and I realized that that cutscene was like past the midpoint and i was like okay i'm going into a boss battle after this because i fixed the lightsaber and i was like well i was like do i really need to like mess with this anymore and i was like nope i was like let's just go and then i just ran off to Bogano, and then came back and i was like well this is it like this is all i'm doing i have
1: my saber all golded out like it was copper before but now it looks gold gold it's like uh, an entirely gold laden uh gold saber. Uh,
0: gold is, is uh well i don't know if it's just gold but one of my favorite uh, little easter eggs I guess you could call it is you can make it out of the the metal that rose had of the necklace.
2: oh yeah oh
0: hase and smelt yeah you you can unlock that and use that as one of the the kellers I guess you huh.
1: should, should say
0: but <laughs> i always use that one cuz you can get electrum
1: plating too yeah I need my uh, Baskar plating. No, I don't think that's new, one. The new <laughs> no, they don't have that. The new Mandalorian type in this Baskar. I
0: Rider. was actually waiting for that one to pop up, but it never did.
2: No, but they did have... Um, wasn't it Morban Steel or something yes, like that? Yeah. yeah. It was one of the ones that you could actually use. There was a lot of... like, And that's one thing. I finished the game and it said I had... 83% complete and I was like god damn there is yeah. a lot that I left <laughs> like it all didn't those go fine." it has to be all those collectibles that's,
0: that's basically been the last I don't know five hours of my gameplay has been going to each world and, and finding everything
2: well about a quarter of the way through me playing it I would go back to planets and be like yeah I'm not doing the mission right now like I'm gonna go find all yeah. this other stuff or <laughs> trying to collect like a life essence on each planet <laughs>
0: Yeah, I missed a bunch of those. A uh, couple
1: hard ones that I had to find. I've got so many stims now, though. Yeah. I've got like six stims. Like, yeah, it, it goes up to ten. Ten of them.
0: <laughs> I was like, what? No. Yeah. Ten stims? Yeah. I was like, why do you need that many? I guess if you're playing on the hardest mode, maybe. But The
2: two extras that I found, because you... What? Something happens in the story that you get an extra stim. Yeah. But also, you find the two on Bogano... And I was like, oh, six. Okay. I think there's basically
0: <laughs> two on each planet that you would venture
1: to. I found one on Zephyr. I, I might have found two, but I remember for sure that I found one of them there. I yeah. know that I have six right now. Yeah. So,
2: Dathomir, Dathomir, I think, is one of the best to go to because you unlock so many different skills on that skill tree there. Yeah. And then if you purchase the skills, like. Um, Marin, after i got the uh it wasn't lightsaber throw because i didn't have enough points for that yet but it's the one where you hit y and you throw your double blade saber around you and That's then it comes one. back yeah when she summoned all the undead night sisters i just hit that repeatedly and just <laughs> killed them like yeah. as i went through the crowd by yeah. the way that part's scary because you have to outrun them while trying to get to the mantis to leave Dathomir oh, yeah. on one of those times. Because you go there and Marin's like, get the fuck off my planet. And you're like, no, I want to help you. And she's like, no, and like summons all the undead night sisters. She was and actually, then you have to just sprint to the Mantis.
0: Yeah, she was actually pretty, pretty good villain, you know, there for a while. But obviously that turns around.
2: I knew that she was going, because I spoiled it for myself yeah. at the ending. But uh, I knew she was going to show up with us. And I was like, oh, I was like, she's going to come around. I was like, she's just being a angsty, yeah. angsty goth <laughs> girl right now.
0: And I'm not sure if she has like a crush on Cal or if that's just her awkwardness from being,
1: you know, from being alone. So, yeah. From being alone thing. for <laughs> well, however long from, from Yoda hang herself. <laughs> well,
2: and, and that's the other thing too. Like the Jedi killed all the night sisters. And that's why she has like the big vendetta against Cal but then Taryn is the only other one there except for the night brothers. So I feel like why that... they face off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and, well, and then she, and then she did. Cause at the end, when you fight, uh, Taron, yeah. you're about to lose. And then Marin steps in yeah. and like starts using the magic on him. And he goes, what are you doing? And she's like, like you said, death of will be your grave. And she just like sucks him down into the dirt and closes oh, yeah. it over him. And I was like, <clears throat> Is
1: that, is that like the hermit guy that? You yeah, see the guy the in the robe.
2: Yeah. yeah, He disrobes when you're <laughs> fighting him, and he has two lightsabers hooked onto his belt uh-huh. that are red. That's pretty. He's pretty a really cool. good like fighter. Yeah,
0: i I found myself not really using the double sided lightsaber very oh, much. That was my favorite. I pretty
1: much exclusively used it. I went like, to I went to Dathmir first and got it, yeah, and then I, I I've mean, just yeah, been I've using it for. ever since I got it. I just I find that
0: using the, the normal uh, lightsaber, like, it's just, it's more fast and fluid, which makes sense. I'm, that's how it's supposed to be set up, but I just, I find that funner. I don't know.
2: One of my favorite attacks is, uh, it's a split attack.
0: So, oh, yeah.
2: when you, you do, like, attack from the left and attack from the right, and then you come down, but you take your saber apart and strike down on them. Yeah. Like, it's a sick attack.
0: Yeah. There's definitely some very cool combos on both sides, but... um,
2: that That's, like, my go-to move, but one of my best, and I was telling Sean that after you get, like, howling force push, which is, like, your top force push, I just loved pushing, like, purge troopers off the cliff, because <laughs> after fighting them, like, one or two times, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this the entire game, so I just, like, force pushed them off a cliff. Or, once you get the howling one, you can push, like, I think, five off of something. So, like, I have just pushed like, a whole battalion off the (laughs) cliff, and I'm like, alright, I'm good, and just move on. Do you think, do you get less uh, experience by doing that? No, actually, you get more skill points by using, like, those powers in creative ways to, like, take (laughs) out your enemy.
0: I think I still actually need... Like, one more thing on the skill tree. I don't think I even have it all unlocked.
2: I unlocked it all. I think there was maybe two things left that I didn't get. And by that time, if there, if it was the two things I didn't have, I noticed every fight was just so easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just walked through and just murdered like hundreds of stormtroopers. And I'm like, wow, this isn't even, like, fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just hitting the button and they're dying.
0: I, I never put the... Uh... Uh, difficulty back up, I I just played through on story mode. So did I. But, um, it did get very easy. I mean, it got to the point where you just rush in, just take damage from bullets, and then... (laughs) Just mow them down with the lightsaber.
2: I wonder if you went and fought Ogdo Bogdo <laughs> at max power. <laughs> like how easy he would be yeah, to you, kill you. Like you like skip
1: over Ogdo Bogdo until you <laughs> fully upgrade, and then you're like, we meet again, you come and then just like slam <laughs> on him once.
2: I actually would love to. I I would love if there was a secret part to that game. Where you max out your powers and come back to Pagano, and then it goes into a cut scene. <laughs> and you're standing there, and you ignite one side, and Octobot just like scrapes at the dirt, and then you ignite the other side of your lightsaber and charge at him. Yeah,
0: yeah. is that the big one? It's a big frog. Big thing. black
2: and orange. Like one.
0: sitting outside the the temple thingy. No, he's no? um.
2: He's Dude.
1: underneath yeah, the one underground. Like yeah, on. okay. just
2: before you get to the mantis, that one level, yeah. and then you drop in through the three things. He's the big black and okay. orange one down there. Okay, I couldn't remember. He's a if it son was... of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I'm... he killed me a couple times at the beginning of the game. Yeah, uh,
1: he killed Sean a few times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was playing on Jedi Knight mode, and I had to turn it to Story <laughs> mode to be beat Bogdo. Well, yeah, when
0: I first started the the game, the one right above Story, what Jedi Knight? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was on, but. I ran into to him and
1: yeah he he's a resilience crusher <laughs> oh, Jesus. He, he's he's the real test of the game he's like <laughs> he i wonder is. i wonder what will break first your spirit or your body no
2: Bogdo Bogno might actually just be the secret difficult boss because i can tell you i fought the giant bat i fought the ninth sister i fought the second sister in Terran malikos And I have never had more difficulty than Ogdo Bogdo. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they are cake compared to Ogdo Bogdo. The bat was... The bat was scary as hell. It was, yeah. But I found it very easy, though. (laughs) It was, as long as you dodge. Yeah. So, Sean, the bat I was telling you about, you start climbing up a wall of vines, and I knew that bat was coming because I saw it, like, flying around, and he goes, what is that? Yeah. And when I was in that cave, I was like, yeah this is bad so i'm climbing up the wall and then i turn and the camera turns into a cinematic and there's that bat on the wall like looking at you and you're like oh my god yeah
1: it's like uh yesterday when i was fighting those three spiders and i went to go get out a crate and then it just i turned (laughs) i turned the camera view and it was the three spiders like barreling that was that was scary that was scary (laughs) <laughs> that happened to
0: me once. I was opening a crate. and then, I hate those spiders. Like, I forget what it was that attacked me, but I I died immediately. I'm like, I can't do anything. <laughs>
2: those spiders are terrible. The They're first time, the like, when you were playing on Kashyyyk yesterday, and uh, you could hear the battle music, and you went, oh, this battle music's still going on. I was like, yeah, walk over here. And then you walk <laughs> and the spider just jumps down. <laughs> I was like, that's why the fight music is still going on. Because <laughs> you didn't spring the trap yet. Oh my.
1: <laughs> That's like, uh, it, it raises anxiety because you're like, I've killed everything that I see, but there's still <laughs> battle music going on. It's yeah. happening.
2: And also, there are some things in that game that um, you don't see immediately. Like, um, at that part, after I killed the three rocket troopers and killed the spider, I walked over and it's like, I p- pull up the hollow map and it says, go over here. And I'm like, how the hell do I get there? There's a lake here. (laughs) And I never saw until I walked back and really looked that the cable Mm. to do the zip line. Oh, you don't notice it immediately. You have to actually like look and see because I was looking and I was like, is there some way, is there a ladder down here or what? And I saw that there was the cable and I was like, Oh, I'm supposed to zip line down.
0: Yeah. There's a part on, I believe it was on Kashyyyk and you had to go into this body of water and swim underneath. To get like to the other side mm-hmm. and there was there's was, like no indicator that, <laughs> that i needed to do that so i'm
2: like circling around this area i'm like where do i go and you can't pull your hollow map up when you're in the water either. yeah yeah because i i tried that the first time because i dove and i was like where am i supposed to go and then i click hollow map and it's like you can't pull up the hollow map yeah it's <laughs> like oh well i guess i'm swimming around here found a bunch of loot boxes and then
0: i think when when the map was up and you brought it up like, it was just yellow, but it was just a wall other than the water. So, like, I didn't know that you could, at that time, swim underneath and and dive under. So, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I'm bad at games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but.
2: All around, I really enjoyed the, uh... But let's talk about the ending. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since, uh... We go into that
0: and spoil some more. Well, yeah. there isn't really much more to spoil for yeah. Sean. I, I did, like, <laughs> I
2: did, like, uh... And also, you kind of had to be blind if you didn't already see when Seer told the story about Trilla, her Padawan, that you, if you couldn't already tell that she was going to be the second sister, Yeah. like you're just kind of blind. But then when you find out it's her, and then I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be interesting because this is just going to be an ongoing battle until the very end. And it is. And you fight her for a little bit. And you and Seer fight her, and then you kind of turn her, and then you hear Qui-Gon's funeral music play as the door opens, (laughs) and from behind her you hear the, and then you see Vader walk up behind her, and you're like, oh no, and then she just goes, avenge us, and then he just slices her and kills her. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, I can't remember if that was before or after I played Vader Immortal,
2: but... I kept getting the two games confused because I played Vader Immortal and then this. Oh, really? And I kept like going, wait, does this part happen in this? And then I was (laughs) like, wait, no, that's a whole other game. But by, uh, after playing Vader Immortal,
0: short side note, uh, I, I'm now terrified of Darth Vader. He (laughs) is terrifying. I was terrified in, in that moment he walks up to you in Vader Immortal. (laughs) And I'm a pretty tall guy. But I had to look up at him. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. So like he's like six, five maybe yeah. like with his helmet and everything. Yeah. Because when I played, I was like, Oh man, I was like, he's big too.
0: Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I'm not going to mess with this guy. <laughs> you can uh, have whatever you want. You do you want think that,
1: like if Yao Ming played Vader Immortals, that uh, he would be taller than Vader? Yeah, that would be hilarious. Or if
0: if like he like, walks in. The game. He, <laughs> I think they scale the game down <laughs> <'Cause> actually. I, <laughs> actually.
1: Those,
2: <laughs> I was going to say like, do you think he would like walk in and like, he, he keeps seeing through <laughs> like the map because he's like above the boundaries <laughs> so like when vader walks in he's just like here to and he's <laughs> like looking down at him oh my um so yeah anyway uh i can't remember if
0: that was before or after but um Darth vader scares the crap out of me now he more does. than ever so
2: and and like after during that cutscene, scene seer rushes at vader and she goes cal run and she rushes at Vader, and Vader, no saber drawn, just nonchalantly goes and just yeets her over the side of the railing, and she disappears. Yeah. And you're led to believe that there's lava down there because yeah. of whatever volcanic planet you're on. It's not Mustafar, but whatever. it was on it
0: was it was on Dathomir. Was it? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, because it, it was in, it was actually uh, when you where you first meet um I, I terrible with names, the rogue guy. That you kill earlier on. Oh, Terran Terran. Malakos. Yeah. It's actually straight ahead from there. That's the building you're in for this scene. Oh, okay. I forget. I don't know what the temple or whatever it was was called. but
2: It was like the the fortress of whatever. Solitude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Vader pretty much was Superman. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and that fight with him, like, really threw me. Because when you're fighting him... You run up and you slice at him and it does absolutely nothing and then he grabs you and starts force choking you. But it puts you into a scene where like you you think that the screen should be showing you b b b b b like to break out of it and yeah. you can't. So you're left to just sit there and either die or button mash until you can actually figure out what to do. Yeah,
0: it doesn't indicate that you need to to button mash because I think when it was happening I was like, "Oh, this is cutscene." So I'm just sitting there.
2: And then you die. And I died. I'm like <laughs> well, What the, the hell's end. going on? That's the end. Cal's well, dead. End was of the game. Dead. Game, yeah, that's game it. over. Credits <laughs> roll. Yeah. But like that that's one thing that I like about that game because I literally had genuine panic. And it's like <laughs> he pulls me in, and I'm like, What the hell am I doing? I, I gotta fight back somehow. And then when you pull the pipe down on him and then you start running away. But everything's collapsing around you, and if you miss one thing, then you die. Yeah. And man. it's not it's not like it was early in the game either, because the mechanics of it change. If you fall off of the side, you are dead. You yeah. respawn again. It, yeah, it's not like You don't just oh. drop back in and start going, you die. Yeah. And you have
0: to watch that whole cutscene again. Yeah,
2: so yeah. if you didn't
0: like <laughs> Well, you don't you way. don't make it
2: to a meditation point at the end because yeah. that it's gone. But the mechanics of the game change to where you just die yeah. if you miss something. So like if you wall run and you jump and die, it comes up and it says respawn. And you're yeah. like, are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: Especially which you can a, jump
2: off any edge during the game and it doesn't do that <laughs> no but uh, but once the stakes are higher then they're like well, yeah. oh, it's changed now that, that seems it's so too-y.
1: problematic considering at least in my game it takes so long to uh go through the respawning and then go back it to is the, a, uh,
0: a very long process actually yeah. Yeah. so
1: i feel like that would just be terrible like if you keep failing and you're like sitting there it's like i've been here for 30 minutes and i can't get past it Yeah. Yeah, on a higher difficulty it would be a very
0: frustrating part because you have to watch the you have to load and then watch the cutscene again. I don't know if
2: you you probably skip it, I guess, but I don't know if you (laughs) can. But That that cutscene is nuts. And then when you're running away and you run down the hallway and you come up to the door and you open it, Vader is right or no, one of the scariest parts is when the camera turns. When you get in the elevator and BD1 goes to start it up and the camera turns and in the doorway, Vader's just there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. And then you close the door, but his saber comes through the door. Yeah, yeah. And then the elevator goes and you're like, oh. And then you start running and uh, you're hearing from Marin and Grease and you're trying to get back to the ship. And then you go to open this door and you click open. It opens, and Vader is standing right there, waiting for you. (laughs) And then Seer comes back, and then BD-1 screws up Vader's suit by uh, short-circuiting it, and then (laughs) you have to swim. And by the way, (laughs) you have to swim. (laughs) I laughed hysterically. When you bust the window open, and then you drag Seer back up, and you pass out before you swim up... Mm. I'm looking at the distance between you and that. You're getting the bends hardcore. (laughs) Like, you're going to have some serious health issues by the time you get back up there.
1: Yeah, the hydrogen bubbles in your blood.
2: Oh, he should have died. They were low enough that the pressure should have probably killed him. (laughs) Because you're basically just in underground tunnels that lead into the... Or underwater tunnels that lead into the... Like, imagine the... uh, the amusement park from jaws 3 but it's hooked to an imperial fortress oh. <laughs> do you get that's the best way to do you get it. reverse bends if you go into space all
1: of the all of, like the gases are removed from your blood <laughs> instead of uh, getting put into it whenever you have like two times pressure of the of gravity on you no because not uh, if you're leia yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i was say. not if you're because she can survive that shit <laughs> Yeah, she, yeah, she she can survive in the vacuum of space for three minutes, no problem. Yeah. She
2: not not only that she wakes up yeah, in the yeah. vacuum of space <laughs> <She's> fully <laughs>
1: conscious, just hey, get me back to the yeah. ship. Oh, where am I? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, that's. I mean, not much much else to say on on the game. Did
1: they like like did they end it to like a cliffhanger for a sequel?
2: Oh yeah, totally oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, you remember the whole point of the... Your whole mission at the beginning of the game was to get the Holocron from Bogano. Right. From the temple. Well, once you get the temple, after you go through and do some ray mirror vision stuff, because that's what happens, and then you, like, see the Zepho and all that, and uh, learn about how the Zepho fell, and then you have a vision of you're teaching the new generation of Jedi using the holocron and then you get them all killed. So at the end, he, at the end of the vision, you get the holocron, but then Trilla is right there, takes the holocron. And then, um, you have to get it back from her, which she gives it to you in, uh, when Vader shows up. And then Vader wants the Holocron. But at the end of the game, you're all sitting there, and then it all comes back to Jaro Tapal saying, Cal, trust only in the Force. So he takes the Holocron out, and they're like, all right, they're like, what are we gonna do? And Cal just goes, and opens it, and he just goes, and just cuts it in half, and he said, we trust in the Force. Let the, Let it guide them. Like, let's not interfere. No. And I was like, okay, I like that. Because first of all, First of all, it doesn't retcon yeah. anything else that takes place in the Star Wars universe from that moment on, but second he it's the callback to Jaro T'Pol, like saying just let things happen. Let it happen the way that the Force wills it. So yeah. I mean that was cool for him to destroy the Holocron. And I mean it still leaves the door open because he's still alive. So it leaves the door open for them to go on more adventures.
1: Do you think that they'll ever put Cal like in a movie? Maybe in a Like, like the, I don't know what the guy's uh, the actor's name is, but he's yeah, pretty we're good. Marvin. Cameron, yeah. yeah. Like I, I could imagine <clears throat> them using him in something. Star Wars story. They'll put him in a uh, episode ten. Cal
2: Kestis is. And Star then Wars uh, story. what's his name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what where were you telling me? That the one guy was like, "Oh, Ahsoka and whoever's going to show up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from rebels." And it's like, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah.
2: Oh, Ahsoka and. Um... Ezra. Ezra. Yeah, Ezra's,
1: Ezra's <laughs> going to show up in episode nine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Keep, keep believing that one. That's what a lot of people were saying.
2: Um, That's a, that sounds like some Mike Zero, uh... <laughs> Mike Zero stuff. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Confirmed, Ezra Bridger is the Emperor. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh,
1: Was Ezra wow. the Emperor the entire time? Three question marks. Red
2: circle. His, On the thumbnail. His, yeah, his thumbnail's like... <laughs> him looking very like inquisitively inquisitorly
0: (laughs) yeah i mean uh great game overall uh definitely going to be a second one
1: i'd recommend it even though i haven't finished playing it yet but i'd recommend it i imagine that the quality is going to continue how it has been so far so i i I, I think i'll thoroughly enjoy it the rest of the game
2: did they ever say if there's going to be dlc or anything no and that was actually kind of ea's uh redeeming factor after battlefront is because yep. everyone hated them because they charged for dlc maps and everything and Loot then boxes. with this they were just like you know what we're giving you this game complete yeah here it is that's one thing they... it's
1: the best game that is a star wars game that's come out in a long time yeah it just completely ruins everything else yeah
2: it, it is one of the best star wars games that i've played yeah like it, i've heard a lot of people say it's the best since like knights of the old republic yeah mm. Which, I mean, I, I just started playing Knights of the Old Republic, so I can't really... Yeah, should I've actually... never, never played it. I
1: didn't it. like RPGs whenever that whenever it came out, so I was like, this is boring and I don't <laughs> want to play it. But I like RPGs now, so I, I should yeah. go back and try it out. I, I did own it at one time. I'll have to see if I...
2: It's on the Xbox Marketplace for like $5. Is
0: it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> just because I, I do like Battlefront 2. I, I just want to throw it out there because, I mean... Th- they the new fi- one? Yeah, they f- okay. they fixed it. Like, you know, there's there's no microtransactions. Oh, yeah, he's trying to apologize. Yeah, I'm yeah. For- <laughs> I, I'm not saying that, you know, it was perfect when it first came out. But it's... Uh, I still play it. It's it's still good. So, <laughs> if you haven't tried it in a while, I would definitely... I, I
2: love the look of Battlefront when it came out. It looked phenomenal.
0: Yeah, I mean... Two two looks just as good, if not better.
2: Space battles were awesome. I love doing they space definitely, battles.
0: They definitely still are. Um, a lot of great worlds in that one. And and number two. Um, so the second part of the episode, we want to... Just for fun. We want to rank the Star Wars movies.
1: So. yeah, That'd be... Uh, I don't know. A lot of people have different opinions. Especially with the new trilogy. And we so. will judge you. <laughs> Your opinion is wrong. You should... <laughs> You're nitpicking and biased. I win. Bye <laughs> bye. So, yeah. Uh, you know. I'm I'm already
0: I'm already ready to to get all the flack on this episode because I like I'll just you know, I like bad movies. People like people are like, That movie's terrible. I'm like, I like that movie. Like, for example, this one always comes up, I like Batman Forever. Everybody hates that movie.
2: Well, I mean, Jim Carrey as the Riddler was one of the best.
0: And see, people Uh, tear apart Tommy Lee Jones.
2: He was fine. I
0: love Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Uh, So, I don't know i That's think that batman
1: and robin is the one where people really care. i get. Like, oh, it gets, i, I yeah. start to turn it they, off. they can't they, <laughs> they can't accept that one if somebody's like i like batman and robin they're like well you have some problems with <laughs> <laughs>
2: i
0: like
1: parts of that
2: bat hockey <laughs> the, come the, on the yeah. bat credit card bat, bat uh discover card <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of problems. Bat Nipples. This. Yeah, that's. Well, a, that's Bat Nipples started in Batman Forever. Did they? Okay. Yeah, because that was when Schumacher took over.
0: Oh, right, okay. But yeah, Batman I mean.
2: Forever is like, even though it's not connected to Batman and Batman Returns, you watch that movie and it's like, oh, okay. It's,
0: it's so weird because good.
2: is it not connected? No, because I think it... Because um, Alfred's in all four of them. <laughs> all, all played by Michael Goff. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. That is yeah. he's the consistent Alfred um, in those.
0: So that that always weirded me out about that. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Batman at this specific moment. Um, So I assume you guys have your list or Every moment know it in Batman your head. Moment. But uh, who wants to start with their number
1: 11.
2: Uh, I'll let Sean go first. Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I know that a lot. of... I feel of, like we're all gonna have the same. for I, Yeah, but it, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're all gonna have the same, and it's it's. I I had I have to do some reflecting on myself because I know that a lot of people really like Rogue One, but on like Whoa. Re- Whoa. retrospect, <laughs> on retrospect, I'm like, this really isn't that good. Of, this isn't that good of a movie. Oh. Ooh so it, it i'm surprised <laughs> wow. it's, a, it's a, it would have to be like i'm not sure if it's gonna be solo or if it would be rogue one probably solo just because i don't know i might like rogue one story a little bit better except the thing with rogue one is that the characters they're inconsequential they're literally just set pieces to watch like them get the death star plans and
2: everything it's still a great looking movie and everything, but... Which, that's one thing I don't agree with as part of the story where Disney execs were like, we never see these characters again. It's like, yeah, but you could. Like, yeah, you why don't did they have to... to kill them.
0: <laughs> I don't see why they had to die. No,
2: because they're not like Jedi who would show up later on. Yeah. Like, if you if you didn't kill those characters, movie still would have played out the same. Yeah. You could have just been like, well, well they're going their uh, own separate ways.
1: I think it's just to like emphasize how bu- how big of a mission it is, like the yeah. like the l- sacrifice of life to get the plans to destroy the Death Star, like the ultimate weapon. There's got to be some give and take to that. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons why my opinion of it is, I I don't know, I think it is a a case of my expectations being a lot bigger than what I was given in the movie. <laughs> like I wanted the movie to be the people of Rogue One trying to find the death star plans and being like hunted by vader like the whole time Mm. the whole time and and he i mean he's in the movie twice and he shows up at the end but i wanted it to be like that's like his mission is to find these people and it could have been like oh they don't believe in vader it's like oh i hear he's a myth or whatever and then it shows up yeah and and then they're like oh no here it is that's a big problem (laughs) (laughs) and i thought that that could have been more interesting than and then again with the um the same thing with Solo. It it was plagued with production woes, like I there's like three versions of the movie or something. Yeah. Uh, and, are, are, are Chris
2: or, Miller and uh, are, are Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh, also directed <laughs> New Mutants? Is that why it has been in production hell <laughs> for three years?
0: So so which one is your eleven?
1: uh it's gonna have to be Solo. was okay. eleven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I Rogue One and Solo are kind of on the same level, but Solo is eleven, and then I'd have to put Rogue One at ten, I think. Okay. So, Sean, skipping ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, that's okay. I'll go before everyone there. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: How about eleven for you, Aaron?
2: I would probably have to say Solo as well. It's um, not a bad movie. No, though. it's it's a fun movie. Like, there was a whole boycott after The Last Jedi, and people were like, I'm not going to go see this. Yeah. And then people tore it apart in reviews. And then I went to see it for myself, and sure, there were things that I did not really care for, like how Han Solo got his name, for one. Yeah. But all around, I was like, okay, this, like, Rogue One, still felt like, they're like, oh, it's a Star Wars story. It is like, But it's on the same scale of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like, it is... The Empire is hunting them because they stole the plans. Like, it's a whole large-scale thing. Like, it feels like it's just another episode in between, whereas Solo feels much smaller in scale, and it feels more like a Star Wars story.
1: I think it was... That's a benefit to it that it was like such a small thing. It's just Han no, Solo yeah. living his life. No, yeah, like, and like that, if it ended I mean. up that Han Solo was like, "Oh, I've gotta save the galaxy," yeah. b- before he met anybody, yeah, and, it and would, I, the movie would be fucking terrible. And, and I
2: think that's something that helped when it came to the Mandalorian. Not, not saying that Solo like <laughs> give Solo credit for it, but that smaller scale storytelling in the universe kind of gave way to the Mandalorian where they, I'm not saying Favreau actually learned from solo, but like, <laughs> but like looking at it and you're like, like the, the end battle of rogue one takes place on Scarif and the death star shows up and blows Scarif up. Right. The end battle of solo takes place in a throne, uh, like his in room. office. In the office room, yes. Yeah. Like it's very small scaled. And I liked that because I'm like, the stakes are not high here. Yeah. They're high for Han but they're not high for the galaxy. Yeah, like, It's just him doing something. And then and, we get and Darth the, Maul Yeah, him. we get the shoehorn Darth Maul in there. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, do you think they're going to make more? I think it's, that they could make more. It's,
0: it's rumored that Darth Maul is going to have a Disney Plus series.
1: I feel like... I, I don't I, know if it's true or not, but... I was against the idea of a Han Solo movie when they first announced it, but after, after Solo, I would be fine with having... Uh, What's his name? Ansel Eggert? Is that his no, name? No, that's
2: Baby Driver.
1: Oh, okay. Uh Alden Ehrenreich. Alden, Alden Ehren. Ehrenreich, yeah, they yeah. all have the same sounding name. <laughs> Either way, I would be fine with him having his own like trilogy of Han movies. No, Except never. he wouldn't he wouldn't ever be able to meet See, Darth Vader be, or uh Darth Maul because he doesn't believe in the Force in that's Episode 4. Right, so. yeah,
2: <laughs> that's where I disagree. I don't think he should have another trilogy. I think he should have maybe a series. A mini series yeah. of some. I'd be fine with a Han adventures. I don't need a sequel. And everyone called for May Han Solo's trilogy. May Han Solo's trilogy. At the end of the movie, you're led into everything that happens up until Episode Four, where he's like, "Oh, we g- I heard about this crime boss. He's getting a crew together, and then Chewie says something, and he goes, "What?" He goes, "What could go wrong?" And I'm like, that's job of the hut. Everything is going to go wrong. Like yeah. I don't need to know what <laughs> happened in order to like show it to me in a comic. That is a that is a four issue comic run right there. Yeah. Of what happens between so
1: that and how what's the time period between Solo and then A New Hope? Like how many years is that supposed to be? Because how many? Not very many. Maybe animals. five. Yeah. Oh, Maybe. so like Han is on the run from Jabba for like five years? Yeah. I don't know. I don't and, think...
2: and even though he's, and even then he's not on the run; he's just avoiding
1: him. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's true. He's on the run. In Does it go south five. with Jabba Han, immediately?
2: He... no, not immediately. It's because he dumped a spice freight when an Imperial cruiser mm. kind of pulled him in tractor beam.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but. The thing about, uh, just to
1: cut you off, I think it's funny that, uh, that, that, that Poe that po is a spice runner. They just kind of, like, shoehorn that in. It's like, I feel like they were, like, trying to make him the Han Solo in the new trilogy. This and is then, your new Han Solo? Yeah, and then Ryan Johnson is like, no, fuck that. And then J.J. <laughs> Abrams is like, wait, he actually was a spice runner. And it's like, oh, get it? Because Han Solo was a spice runner, guys. Yeah. Poe's Han Solo. Remember what I was trying to do? Yeah.
2: <laughs> remember what i was trying to do Uh, sorry sorry (laughs) for
1: interrupting but
2: i kind of want them to do an episode 10 (laughs) and just tack it on but it's directed by ryan johnson so it's literally just this tennis match between (laughs) ryan johnson and jj yeah with a tennis ball on that just
1: Q, and They're just hitting it back and forth to each other. The, the, uh, the beginning of uh, Ryan Johnson's episode ten will be Ray waking up from a nightmare because it because episode nine was all a dream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's still on the Millennium Falcon with the broken lightsaber. Yeah, she's like Bleh! just the, wakes up and the fish guy's still alive. <laughs> yeah, alive again.
0: Oh my god. Okay.
2: <laughs> so yeah, Solo. So, solo. Uh, I, I'll say this. No Star Wars movie is absolutely god awful. Yeah. yeah. They have well, their own well. <laughs> why
1: didn't you put that at number I, 11? I honestly should. I want I want to go back and put Attack of the Clones as number 11. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that movie.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, so to cut you both off, speaking of Attack of the Clones, that's my number 11. <laughs> yeah, that movie's bad. I uh I actually
2: that was my original every, pick. <laughs>
0: everybody, you know, defends it with the the whole uh uh oh my god planets geonosis Uh, yes the whole geonosis thing where like all the jedi come in and they mess
1: stuff up but like i I just can't watch the rest of it (laughs) i don't care (laughs) yeah the only good thing about that movie is you learn about the clones which is important for the next movie actually yeah
0: let me take that back the 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 obi-wan
1: detective thing that's the only good part. That's, about the like, movie, the only, only good opinion. thing.
2: It's better than Blade Runner. Yeah. <laughs> the Obi first One's, Blade
1: Runner. Obi-Wan's detective stuff is the only engaging yeah. stuff about that movie. and McGregor, in general, just in those prequels, is yeah. the only engaging thing in he, general. He
2: and McDermott are the shining two casts yeah. of that yeah. franchise.
0: I mean, it, everybody gives crap to, to Hayden Christensen, but, like, I don't think he's we'll get into it more, but I don't think he's that bad in three. Not as bad as I, he is. I don't in think two. that it's Hayden no.
1: Christensen's fault. No. I think it's George Lucas's fault. Yeah. It's no.
2: And, and actually it's kind of funny because, uh, nobody said it, but Harrison said it to George in, during, um, filming a new hope and somebody like Hayden should have said it to George. Harrison looked at George <laughs> when they were rehearsing their dialogue one time. And he said, george you can write this shit but you can't say it
1: (laughs) and that's entirely true
2: his dialogue was garbage and actually they gave um i heard that they gave alec guinness an extra half percent pay because he was getting two and a half percent because he was a top bill Mm. for um a new hope they gave him an extra half percent because after he read the script He said to George, he goes, I like this. He said, but I think we need to work on the dialogue. He said, because it's really nothing that you can, like, salvage. So he helped, like, rewrite the dialogue, and they gave him an extra half
0: percentage to his pay. That makes him so much cooler.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then he completely like shun his life after star wars because he was a prolific actor before that but all anybody wanted to talk to him about was star wars and he's like you know i did other stuff
2: oh, man. <laughs> you know it was mark Aurelius yeah it's kind of <laughs> sad actually but <laughs> it, it is but at the same time like and I, well i don't know if it's gonna be the same for uh well no because they were kind of unknowns um in this new trilogy before they got Star Wars and since then it's kind of springboarded them into their own careers, especially Adam Driver. Yeah. Who gets cast fantastic. like in everything. Yeah. And he he is
0: across the board. Daisy's done other stuff, but like it's nothing
1: nothing to even yeah, rival I think, I think uh, that Adam the, Driver. The Adam Driver and um Oscar Isaac are the two that have really benefited from uh, their well, I mean, they, they got the reason before they got the, they got the rules for a reason, but, <laughs> uh, there's nothing like star Wars fame that can really just launch you into, uh, the yeah. zeitgeist.
2: That's what I mean. Like they, they're going to like, hell, look at Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> stranger things. Yeah, She started that off when she was like 10 or whatever. And then she, her first feature film was Godzilla King of the monsters. Yeah. Like that's a huge jump from being in a Netflix series To that being your first feature fill.
1: Yeah. So, Sean,
0: you already gave your 10 then with uh, Rogue One. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to have to be my... Uh, well, uh, actually, no. My 10 will be Attack of the Clones. Okay. I, I, I okay. won't renege my uh, solo being 11, although I'll, I'll uh, do some self-introspection and decide that it probably should be 11 Attack of the Clones, but I'll put 10 as Attack of the Clones. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go with that, too, for my number 10, Attack of the Clones, because it is off. <laughs> not god-awful like i said none of the star wars movies are god-awful but attack of the clones if there is a level of god-awful it is just above it. it's just so it's just so boring it like, is the whole yeah. movie's it's, just so boring in fact like even watching it as a kid i could not like interest myself with like oh all right i'll tell you the best thing that ever happened on kamino being a map in battlefront 2 <laughs> that's right that's it yep Like, there was nothing about Kamino that was cool. Sure, the fight between Obi-Wan and Django was neat. But
0: but... that could have happened anywhere.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and even the battles. Like, you think there's a lot of conflict that goes on in episode two, but none of it is engaging enough to keep your attention. Yeah. So, like, going through the asteroid field, while that's a cool scene, like, everything happens so slow that you're just like, like, come on. Yeah. like Speed it up. Like when he releases those charges that do like the guitar chord thing, and, da- like, and yeah. like blast apart the asteroids. I'm like, that's cool, but it's not that happening cool. fast enough or engaging enough. And I blame. I do that. like that scene. It's a it's a good scene, but I blame a lot of the prequel trilogy, except for three. And I'll make my point about three when we get to it. Mm. But everything that that happens in the Star Wars prequels just happen so slow that you don't care and it's part of the way George shot things because while he had a cinematographer he kind of like took them and he's like nah set it up more like this and they did it and all the scenes are so static just like it's people walking into a room and then walking into another room there's no like cool (laughs) shots that happen that are supposed to like grab my attention and keep me there there's
0: a lot of walking scenes (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) But, like, even the action scenes, you're like, this is, like, Attack of the Clones, I will say this, has one really cool sequence at the end when Anakin is fighting Dooku, and he loses the green lightsaber, and they they cut the cord to the overhead light, and the only thing lighting the scene is their sabers. Mm. And that's kind of a neat, like, the sabers come up and you get a quick flash of their face, and they're fighting. That's a neat display. But other than that, I mean, like... Attack of the Clones was simply George going, remember Boba Fett? <laughs> this is his dad. Remember clones? Remember Stormtroopers? Well, these are the clones that come from the Stormtroopers. Remember the Clone Wars that I mentioned in episode four? It's about to start. Like, that's <laughs> it. That's it's, all it introduced. It's a
1: real shame because, like, the Clone Wars era is such a intriguing thing. And then the it series... Becomes- the series delves into it, you know, very well, yeah, and, it, and it's a good <clears throat> series. But like, it's there's so, so much potential with like the Attack of the Clones, like the Clone Wars, and then he just, I guess, it's like really showcased better in Episode Three. But it a- a- Attack of the Clones is just so so goddamn
2: boring. <laughs> no, yeah, like Attack of the Clones is is a boring movie. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good detective movie, but. <laughs> it is filler. Yeah. It's simply filler. (laughs) It's, it doesn't have enough oomph to make it like a on par trilogy second act. It just really doesn't.
0: Mm -hmm. So moving on from Bashing (laughs) episode two, which I knew was coming. Uh, uh, my number 10 and we don't have, have to say anything more. It's Solo. Uh, I've only seen, like I told you guys before we started, I, I've only watched it once, <laughs> and that wasn't even in theaters. It was when I bought it. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. So yeah, number ten, Solo. Okay. So number nine, I'll I'll definitively say, uh, Rogue One. Then, mm. yeah, not not mm. a big a fan as the movie as everybody <laughs> else is. Yeah. Mm, wow. Like I really, I was really on board. Whenever it first came out, and I even, I remember saying, I was like, that might just be the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen. And then, like, upon thinking about it, I was like, wow. I mean, it, it, it's really just, it's a great-looking movie and everything, but there's just no substance to it.
2: Now, do you rank Paul Blart 2 above Rogue <laughs> One? Or? Paul,
1: Paul Blart 2 is my favorite Star Wars
2: movie. <laughs> Paul Blart, a Star Wars story? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I hope that um, Kathleen Kennedy hears this podcast and casts Kevin James in Paul Blart, A Star Wars Story. And it's his journey of becoming a Jedi. And then and then he has to go protect the, the uh, library or something. He, he's like a, he's a Jedi. What a hovering Segway. <laughs> yeah, he's a Jedi guard that protects. Instead of a speeder bike, it's a speeder Segway. Where he's just
2: like... Hovering over it, I want I want a scene where they cut his Jedi braid <laughs> as a youngling, but but like it then it flash forwards to like a couple years later when he's a like official Jedi Knight like on his first like mission, but instead of him having a beard like all the Jedi Knights grow, it's just a mustache. Just a mustache. <laughs>
1: it's an intimidation factor. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But yeah, Rogue One for number nine. Uh, Aaron, you're number nine. That's
2: that's rough. Good luck following that. (laughs) I'm still putting Phantom Menace uh, (laughs) at number (coughs) number nine. Yeah. Just because, like, and that was my- Before we even
0: start, I'll just say that it's my number nine as well. Yeah.
2: Like, Phantom Menace is the one, like, I, before I saw Phantom Menace, I watched four, five, and six.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I did and too I, as a kid. Yeah,
2: and I loved those movies. And then I saw this one. And as a kid, I loved Phantom Menace. I was like, "Oh, it's great!" You know, and saw it probably like five times. My dad probably took took me to see it like five times. Yeah, love the movie. Going back and watching it, it's <sighs> boring. It's got. <laughs> uh- I th- it I has think, some really good scenes. In yeah, it.
0: much better scenes than than say
1: Attack of the Clones. It yes. is it is boring, but it, I don't think it is as boring yeah. as uh, Attack of the Clones. No, and there are more engaging scenes in Phantom Menace than there are in Attack of the Clones. And yeah. honestly,
2: there are better characters. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that Liam Neeson gave the performance of his life, <laughs> but. <laughs> Lee but Qui-Gon Jinn is still one of my favorite Jedi yeah mine too and he gives a more convincing performance than Hayden <laughs> Christensen as Anakin Skywalker who is supposed to be our main character through that trilogy whereas I like Qui-Gon Jinn in Phantom Menace yeah but I mean and then you have the Darth Maul fight that's one of the really cool things that happen in that movie
0: that might be the the best
1: scene that might be the, the best peoples. duel yeah in or, the or, I, I even in Star Wars prequels? in general, actually. Huh? Yes. You can't the Duel of the Fates is like so much better though.
2: That's what I said.
1: Oh I thought you was, what we're talking oh. about
2: Yeah I'm talking about Phantom Menace. No well I Fates. mean
1: like Obi-Wan fighting Anakin on Mustafar yeah. is so much better than Gar-
2: No, Marvel. and I'll explain that when we get to three <laughs> I after after doing my rewatch I used to love the battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan, but after watching that against Duel of the Fates, Duel of the Fates, as as choreographed as you can say that the lightsaber fights are in the prequels, Duel of the Fates is nowhere near as choreographed as Battle of the Heroes. <laughs> nowhere near. <laughs> because, the, think about it this way. In Duel of the Fates, they fight, and they literally jump across onto a thing and go back a corridor. What happens in duel or in the Battle of the Heroes? They fight in on the platform. Then they go into the control room. Then they go across a high wire thing. Then they swing on ropes and hit yeah, each other. I, then they go on the <laughs> hovering platform. I was like, this is so like drawn out. Yeah, dude. it is unnecessarily flashy. I'll
1: admit that. But the emotion behind that yeah. fight is there's no substance to the Darth Maul versus Obi Wan and Qui Gon Jinn fight. They're fighting him because he's an enemy Sith. That's the only reason they're fighting him. There is, like, Obi-Wan relationship with Anakin in, like, everything. His entire, like, upbringing is on the line with the fight in episode three. It's just so much better.
2: I'm about to really piss you off. (laughs) There was more emotion in the fight between Kylo Ren and Rey on the Death Star than there was between Anakin and Obi-Wan.
1: Well... I don't I just simply don't agree. I,
2: <laughs> we'll agree to disagree, that's fine.
1: I must say I don't agree either.
2: Uh I mean I, I, I I'm not saying it's not a cool duel. It's yeah, a very cool yeah. duel. But when you look at it as an emotional duel it's too choreographed for me to go these guys are really trying to kill each other because they're not <laughs> i
0: i agree with what sean said i don't think it's that obi-wan flashy.
2: is trying to kill
1: anakin yeah he probably doesn't he doesn't want
0: to yeah. I, I don't he, think. he's
2: not but anakin also doesn't like want to it, like it's just a game of oh, i'm not gonna kill you and he's like well i'm not gonna kill you and then they're just like fighting like that the whole time
1: yeah so i <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll cross that road some more when we there. Anyway, uh, my uh eight would then be the Phantom Menace. So okay. I am following you well, yeah. my my step up would yeah. be the Phantom Menace.
2: Yeah. Um uh, you put Rogue One below the Phantom Menace. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Uh oh
1: in uh um, my Hero Academia w- one of the characters um, his-, his ability is he can like tr- he goes transparent he like, goes through walls and things and his yeah, spe- his special move is called The Phantom Menace
0: cool. <laughs> so shop put it above Rogue One because of the name yeah, yeah. It guess, of- <laughs> it's so much better
1: <laughs> it reminds me of something that's actually good <laughs> oh my god
0: so Aaron how about your number eight Oh, mine's gonna shock some people.
2: <laughs> My number eight would probably be the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, yeah. <laughs> and I, I hate. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't hate to put it where, where it belongs, <laughs> because it's a good movie. And, I, I, hey, I'm putting it above Attack of the Clones and <laughs> Phantom Menace and Solo. So, I mean, it's it's not low, it's mid-tier, but it's so fast and everything is just so thrown together. We, we could talk for hours about, about this <laughs> the problems yet. with the Rise we, of Skywalker. We did it at <laughs> the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, But, I, like, I, I came to one conclusion and wh- one of the reasons why I put it there is I blurted it out. And I had like a moment of realization after I blurted it out. I was like, "Oh my god! Like that's right. I don't care about Ray. <laughs> I don't care about her. She gives me absolutely no reason to give a shit about her existence."
0: I did in the first two. I I agree with you after the. Uh,
2: I I did in the first one. Second one about midway through, I was like, "I don't.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't care. Like I cared more about Luke in the second one than <laughs> I did about Ray." <clears throat> And in the third one, I just didn't care. And I think it was just because of the the way that it was written that you couldn't. You're, you had trouble following it. Yeah. And while <clears throat> I enjoy the movie, and do I think it's a good ending? Sure.
1: I don't. I
2: don't. Sorry. <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> right. I said sure. I didn't say absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was fine with it. But I rank it low because it just. It just didn't hit for me. I didn't walk out of the theater going, "Wow, I love Star Wars again." I was yeah. like, "Wow, that was underwhelming."
0: <laughs> yeah. So, my previous statement, I guess, has no merit because mine is also the Rise of Skywalker at number eight. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, that would I be just...
1: that would be ranking minus seven. It, yeah. It, it okay. Is, so... yeah. So it. I'm middle of the pack with my exception of uh Rogue One. Well, so it's your, it's your
0: weird thought on Rogue One that thrown you off. Yeah.
1: I mean we we would be completely agreed if it wasn't yeah. for that uh outlier, but yeah. But
2: yeah, Rise of Skywalker is just it's it's a fine movie. It has some really good scenes in it. Yeah. It it's very emotional at points, but it just doesn't hit home.
0: Like I I actually I like a lot of the, the palpatine stuff in it. Um, I, I did some too. of the in like mostly the imagery like the beginning of the movie where it like
2: the lightning and everything the lightning that and was stuff. really
0: cool yeah Those we're
2: very good like it looks great mm. movie looks great a lot of the story is still good it needs fleshed out
1: yeah i i think that it is a good movie on merits of the way that it looks the way that it is acted you know yeah. everything the the thing that is holding it back is its abysmal story, <laughs> because it is just it's so scatter shotted and yeah there I mean I could go on and on but I I have significant problems with the story yeah so that that's uh my main reasoning I I I like every other aspect about it with that exception
2: but yeah I just I don't care about Ray <laughs> and in this movie I did not like not at one point did Ray come on the screen and I was like boy i hope nothing happens to her i was like i don't give shit if you die right now like if kylo ren carries the rest of this movie i'm fine
1: i've i've always wanted uh since the ending of the force awakens i wanted ray to become the main villain of the trilogy yeah have her turn to the dark side which i think is you know compelling in itself and also not too far-fetched considering her upbringing but uh I don't they just didn't have the guts to do Uncle, that. Uncle yeah. plot
2: taught her in the dark side. <laughs> well it doesn't have to be that, you know.
1: She she's clearly, you know, she was raised and yeah. she she has you know, she was abandoned and everything that she has to a the, lot of pent-up yeah, aggression. I think that turning to the T-N-H dark angst. side is it's a very <laughs> uh, very possible and makes sense to me. Yeah. But they Sh- didn't they didn't do me, it so.
2: Show me a comic where Ray is on Jakku And learns to use the Force, but then, like, forgets it and locks it out. And she, like, Force chokes out, like, Unkar Plot. And then she, like, realizes, I can never do this again. Did (laughs) she, she knew she was Force sensitive? No. In The Force Awakens?
1: No. Like, was, was her first use of, I can't remember, was the first use of the Force? Jedi mind trick. Yeah, the Jedi mind trick.
2: After she touched the saber. That was on Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. She didn't get, like, any of that until she touched the saber. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I
1: could, for some reason, that was completely blocked. A story for another time. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> we never got that story. Nope, nope no,
1: I never will. Yeah. Anyway, Aaron, uh, you're number seven then?
2: Uh, my number seven would have to be... Shit, where are we at?
1: <laughs> Probably sequel trilogy at this point.
2: No. Um. I'll go Revenge of the Sith. Alright. Revenge of the Sith. And Revenge of the Sith has a lot of redeeming qualities. It is the best in the prequel trilogy. Yeah. By far. It, in the entire saga, it has the best opening scene of any of the movies. Yeah, it's fantastic. Hands down, the one shot, the one continuous shot of the fighters going through the space battle is amazing. Yeah. I will never never diss the opening of that movie and that movie learned from one and two to get right into the action and don't stop yeah and they did they went in they saved the chancellor all that stuff do it yeah (laughs) but again the reason why i am putting it at number seven is because it's a prequel it is still very clunky at points, McClunky. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very McClunky. <laughs> still very at McClunky at points. <laughs> yeah. Um. It. It's tone deaf. It is very, very tone deaf. <laughs> um. It may have one of the best soundtracks in the entire franchise, though. Too. Mm-hmm. There are so many memorable tracks. Uh, the Betrayal of the Jedi, uh, Anakin's dark deeds, Battle of the Heroes. Even the opening is has an amazing score. That sound, that that uh, thing that Obi wan rides, Boga, which is actually actually is a coyote.
1: I knew that. That's yeah. been
2: distorted. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, and I love that thing. I love yeah. that lizard. <clears throat> Boga was its name, I think. But uh, I mean, you go to a lot of very interesting planets, but the and here and that's you get to explore the Clone Wars. Yes, the Clone Wars are showcased. <laughs> Because it takes place like three years into the Clone Wars. So everything is, but like the most, I think one of the coolest things is the war had been brought to Coruscant. The main battle takes place over Coruscant. You're like, oh shit, like the Separatists are here. Like it's it's not being fought on the Outer Rim on some BFE planet. It's right at home. It's right where they could destroy and take over if they lose Coruscant.
1: They they made space nine eleven
2: essentially yeah. yeah um but I mean like it's a lot of fun like up until they crash land the ship and then the story starts to go slow again <laughs> like another happy landing
1: <laughs> <laughs> another happy landing
2: but I mean it, it's pretty good you have General Grievous who's one of my favorite villains of the prequel I series think he is my favorite of the prequels
1: he's very interesting because he doesn't have he's not force sensitive correct no he was trained swordsmanship from count dooku yes. but other okay. than that yeah okay. yeah because
2: he's he's 90% droid right yeah um but uh yeah you have grievous which is great you have a lot of the duels are a lot of fun. the count dooku and obi-wan and anakin duel at the very beginning is awesome mm-hmm. christopher lee even though he's only in it for like two seconds is a shining role in that movie uh but you still have a lot of the, um... Hell, Sean, I'll even go back to this. I think that the Emperor and Yoda's fight is more emotional <laughs> than Obi-Wan and Anakin. Wow. Well,
1: I just blindness. can't.
2: <laughs> well, then you are lost. You are lost. Then you are lost. I, but I just can't, like, even watching it again, it's a it's a great battle. Don't get me wrong. It's a great battle it just does not have the emotion behind it for me. Like after rewatching, it just doesn't have the emotion for me to buy into it.
0: See, I, I I get that there is a group of people that think that, you know, uh, you were supposed to be the chosen one. Like it's a meme or whatever, but like every time he says it, I'm like, like, I just want to break down. Like, yeah, you were supposed to be the chosen. No,
2: one. that's that's the, that's the emotion. It should have been there in the duel. <laughs> like like that's what I mean. Uh, so you that's said,
0: outside the duel. You're just talking about the duel the itself. The duel itself. Okay.
2: And you and I watched that video on how to fix the prequels from like Reddit, like b- when Force Awakens came out, you and I watched that video and they talk about the duel being much more engaging and actually them taking like huge blows at each other and like parrying them i think that the the main problem is that
1: it's like like we said earlier it's flashy they're Mm. they're going all over the place if they just dueled in a crater in mustafar you would feel it a lot more like it it would just be like it would be them and not all the obstacles yeah yeah
2: like i don't care about the obstacles don't don't show me i've seen mustafar you showed it to me when anakin went there to kill the separatists I don't need to see them dueling on it. And the other thing, like, yes, just have them duel like that. Help, Empire did it very well, and they moved from place to place through obstacles. But Vader and Luke's fight was very emotional, especially towards the end, where Vader was like, I'm done pissing around with you, and just was actually trying to murder yeah, Luke yeah, was, at that He was almost point.
0: toying with him. Yeah, most of the time. He
2: toyed with him, like, the first two fights that they did, because then he used the Force and, like, hit him with stuff, but then the second time, or the third time, when Luke's walking through the corridor, Vader comes out from behind the corridor, and like, slices the walls and everything, and then like, cuts railing, and then when Luke hits him in the shoulder, if Luke hadn't a ducked, Vader would have killed him, mm-hmm. because he just went like this and cut that whole, like, smokestack or pipe thing off, and then cut his hand off.
0: I always thought it was an antenna, I
2: don't know. Whatever it was. I don't was know what it was. Something in that pit. <laughs> But like, that's, that's the emotion I wanted to see in that fight is like have Anakin slice at Obi-Wan and he ducks and he just like destroys an entire control panel or Mm. something like that. Like, because you want, you want Anakin to have fully embraced his dark side and try to fight Obi-Wan, but instead you get two very evenly matched people who are just like toying with each other. Like, oh, you're just going to parry everything I do, aren't you? And it's like, yep, yep, I am. It's like, well, I'll cut your arms off here in a minute. <laughs> like, like it just seems like if if <laughs> if the music wasn't so prevalent, I'd feel like he would be like fighting him. And Obi wanted to be like, so did you really have to choke out Padme? And he's like, no, I don't know. It just seemed like something to do in the moment. And like he's like, eh, I get that. All right. Like I feel like they could have just carried on a conversation the entire time because there was really nothing, no emotion driving that. It's a good battle. I'm not saying it's not a good battle. It just lacks the emotion it should have had. And that's a climactic point for the entire series is Obi-Wan killing Vader. And we got that. (laughs) And that's why I rank Revenge of the Sith lower than I would anything else. Well,
0: I personally don't agree <laughs> <laughs> with <laughs> with the ranking at least oh <laughs> not so much with with your thoughts would it be 7 very yeah okay. i got my 7 coming up right now which like it, okay so 7 sounds low but this is where like my favorite movies start like right so with it being 7 it sounds low but i got rogue one
1: no rogue one was my 6th so okay uh, my 6 will be um, hmm. I have to. Don't you do? It. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. Empire. Trying to, I'm, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I like uh, Revenge of the Sith better than The Force Awakens. But <laughs> I mean, that's
2: a no contest. For...
1: <laughs> uh, I'll just go with Revenge of the Sith for number six, I guess.
2: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we we talked about last or Rogue One, so I don't need to talk about that. But
1: yeah. And uh, then we just had a very long-winded uh, discussion for re- episode yeah, three. So. For, for episode three, so that will be my six. So
0: and then you said Rogue One, so we're going to yeah. my six. My six is actually the Last Jedi. Uh, Understandable. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I. Film is subjective, first of all, but, like, I do not understand why people hated this movie. Like, I just,
1: at the very least, like, think it's a good movie. No, I I enjoy it very much. Yeah, like, it, it,
0: it, I didn't rank it the way, but I, I think it's actually, which contradicts my ranking, but at times I like it more than Force Awakens, even. But just making this list, that's how I felt in the moment. But, um, so yeah, that, that and The Force Awakens can be interchangeable.
1: Yeah. Uh, five will be The Force Awakens for me then.
2: Five would probably be <clears throat> The Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. and, and and, <laughs> and, and like you said, it's interchangeable, but yeah. I'll, I'll explain why Force Awakens is higher. Well,
0: let's just go into Force Awakens, because it's it's my Force number Force Awakens is
2: my number four, anyway. Yeah. So. so, yeah, my number five. We're getting kind of screwed up. I'm not sure so, where we are. <laughs> so, I do like... I do like The Last Jedi a lot. After watching it again recently, I really enjoyed it. I think that we both... All three of us have uh, Force Awakens and The
1: Last Jedi at either four or five. Yeah, yes. mine is it's just. just yeah. Mine is The Last Jedi at four, and your guys' is, is uh, we Force Awakens instead. Yes.
2: Yeah. And the only. One of the only reasons that I put Force Awakens ahead of The Last Jedi is because. I'll never forget that feeling of watching the force awakens opening night. You're taking was, the words out of my mouth.
0: Cause that's what I was going to say. <laughs> there
2: was, there was almost a, not to sound corny, but there was almost a magic mm-hmm. about watching the force awakens after an absence of 10 years of star Wars movies yep. and sitting there watching the crawl, hearing the fanfare, experiencing it all over again.
0: That that's my only Star Wars experience where people literally clapped at stuff. Yeah. Like, and, and my favorite moment was when, uh, the run, uh, Ray and, uh, Finn were running, and, uh, Finn's like, "Hey, how about we take this one?" No, that one's garbage. And they keep running. And the other one blows up. Garbage will do. And, and run off to the Millennium. And pack. then it shows the Millennium. Falcon, and like everybody at the same time was like oh like like they just call it garbage but hey it's the millennium falcon so it's just moments like that 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 yeah there was
2: something about watching it the first time that still to this day with all the other star wars movies that have come out is unrivaled in Mm -hmm. my opinion and that's and like i said i rank force awakens just because it may just be nostalgia it may just be because of the way i felt
0: the experience of yes. it.
2: Yes. And the biggest complaint that I've ever heard, and somebody said it the other day, they're like, Force Awakens is just a rehash. And I'm like, yes, it was, but it needed to be. Yeah. You're introducing... It needed to make everybody feel good. You're introducing a new generation to Star Wars after an absence of 10 years. Yeah. You have to make it a rehash, or else you don't... You're gonna miss, like, the Phantom meta is. And at the time, I mean, the, the prequels were
0: even looked at as even worse than they are now in, in the, the fan world. Yeah. Uh, so like they really had to get everybody on board and, and and had to do something that would be, yeah, make everybody, like I said, make everybody feel good, you know, have a good experience. And, and they did that. And, and nothing works better than nostalgia. As much as people want to bash on nostalgia.
2: Yeah, it works. And like I said, I don't hate the last Jedi. I think out of this trilogy, last Jedi may be the best looking out of all of them I like Ryan Johnson's uh, cinematic like um, style yeah yeah I mean it looks fantastic
0: from a, from a from a movie from start to finish it is my favorite out of the the sequel trilogy um, but it's experiences of, of Force awakens that makes it a yeah. little bit higher
2: but yeah yeah do I think the last Jedi is better from a story? Sure, but it's the experience of The Force Awakens, which is why I'm ranking it higher.
0: Yeah.
2: It's because I didn't leave the theater for either of these last two movies going, wow. But I did when I left Force Awakens. Yeah. So I... I... And the only reason The Last Jedi that I walked out of that going, ah, was Leia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... Because I I was like, "Ah, I don't know how I feel about
0: that. I understand everybody's problem with that scene. But the way I look at it is... Okay, at the time we didn't know how force sensitive, if any, she is. But you also gotta think... I mean, I don't know how she would survive the vacuum of space in general. But people are like, ah, how'd she use the force to bring herself in? it's space (laughs) there's no gravity yeah Yeah, it's weightless like it would take a minimal uh amount of force ability to to pull yourself in Mm -hmm. so like that that's always been my defense of that scene uh not that i'm saying it's not awkward to see it still is actually very (laughs) awkward it's it's a bit (laughs) jarring but other than that i i really enjoyed last jedi
2: yes agreed
0: I don't. I don't remember where we were. I think three now. <clears throat> yes, I'll start we're... with three. Uh... No, I I've not said my four. Have my you? four yet? Haven't you? No, because <laughs> this is where people get mad at me. Um. So I guess my four. I'll go into. <laughs> is Return of the Jedi?
2: <laughs> no, I can't really get mad at you for that.
0: Um. I just. I mean. It, it, it's. A fantastic movie obviously um, it, it's probably something to do with the fact that you know I was the prime age around the, the prequel trilogy um, and since we talked about it I'm just going to go out and say 3 is Revenge of the Sith for me um, I just I have such a, a nostalgic look on that movie because I, I skipped Attack of the Clones didn't see it in theaters honestly didn't watch it until I'd watched Episode three, actually. It wasn't until I owned them all on DVD. Um, and then you were just thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, what is this garbage? Um, again, not that any Star Wars movie is is unbearable. But yeah, it's, it's not good. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, so. There's a ton of people that would probably think that I'm... Uh, Crazy for putting Return of the Jedi before Revenge of the Sith, but um, I don't even know what to say. Is is my least favorite part of that? Um, just I don't know. Too just, happy, maybe. Just <laughs> say it, Ewoks. <laughs> no, I don't even mind the Ewoks. I don't even mind them. Uh, they're they're murderous bears. So <laughs> Viet Cong. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, I don't. The I don't have too much, I guess, to to say about. We already talked about Revenge of Sith, and right. uh, I'm sure you guys will go into more on Return of the Jedi. This
2: is this is number three? Yeah. Yeah, but you guys as, Okay. Uh,
1: I'll start then. Um, three, I'll just say um, A New Hope. Hmm.
2: Okay. Um, if I think we're, where we're going, uh, mine is the same as yours in the uh, last top three. Uh, yeah. I think we might be going somewhere else. <laughs> oh, whoa (laughs) if you're putting that one ahead i'm not sure
1: yeah so So, yeah new hope yeah i mean i agree they're they're all the final three are so close together that it's almost hard to rank them absolutely we all knew they were going to be yeah basically top three except for me because i'm weird (laughs) (laughs) it's just yeah it's uh it's it's so hard to decide i don't know I'll, I'll get more into it whenever i get to my top my my my, my top well i mine. mean
2: just go because mine is a new hope too as my third okay so
0: well my third is revenge of the sith so, so okay
2: so here. uh my
1: second is going to be empire i no no
2: no no how do you know Uh, And I got to hear these reasons, really. (laughs) Obviously, my
1: number one is going to be uh, (laughs) Return of the Jedi. No,
2: I like Return of the Jedi, but I am curious why you were ranking it higher than Empire. Uh, I don't (laughs)
0: know. Let's just throw out all of our the rest of our list, and we can just discuss the 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 original trilogy altogether. So, what? Obviously, yours is Return, and then Empire. Empire. Mine is A New Hope, and then Empire. So. Because
2: uh, we're, we're right! Because we're right! <laughs> so,
1: uh, I, I'm i going to defend myself here, saying the first time I saw uh, Return of the Jedi, I was a little kid, and I liked the Ewoks <laughs> and the Battle of Endor. <laughs> I don't, I'm so, not going to bash you so for that. So uh, It I don't know, it, it has a nice, it has a special place in my heart for that reason, and I think that the final battle between... Um, Vader and Luke and, you know, uh the Emperor antagonizing them. I think that's really compelling. And I liked how the final like climax of the film is three battles taking place all at one time. I yeah. thought that was really engaging and I really enjoy that. Yeah. And uh Jabba's Palace, obviously, it's a great start to the movie. I think that it's all great. Everybody gives it crap just because of the second Death Star thing, and I'll admit the second Death Star is lame. If it was like a different, like reason, like a different threat, then it, I think it would be even better. But uh, that—that's really my only problem with it. Is just oh, and um, Yoda just dying. That's lame. <laughs> but, like, but, going back to Dagobah and Yoda dying. That's what pretty lame. about
2: what about a sleet of Death Star? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> what about
1: what about a planet killer? Thing.
2: Oh, oh, oh! So, Sean, uh, Mike, you'll agree with me on this. You, you named your lame points about, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, it doesn't have any lame points. Empire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I know I'm gonna get crap for this, but oh, I, you are. I find like whenever they get to Cloud City, it is a little boring for me. I love Cloud City. Like, whenever they land... I, I like don't Lando like Lando, Lando very much, to be honest with you. <laughs> I do. I like Lando. Uh, I, don't, I just find... I don't know. It, it's just boring to me. I just, <laughs> I just like the fact
0: that... I don't even know... I'm sure other movies have done it. I don't watch a ton of movies. But just the fact that they put this movie out there, and it does not end on any sort of yeah. happy note. I think that's really great. I think like, that's... That's why I it has to be number <laughs> that, one. For that's me, why
2: but. um for Empire, yeah, because the good guys lose. Yeah, like, that was the first time. It's so out of that, form. That right? was one of the first times in like cinematic history that they were like no happy ending. I think that's Everybody one reason lost. that
1: the Revenge of the Sith is good because it it's is basically good. just Empire yeah. except to the trilogy. Yeah, it's like the bad guys lost or the good guys lost this time. If and only that Rise of kinda... Skywalker had been that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could have been that with Ray turning dark, Ray you know, killing Ben. Yeah, yep. Yeah. 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 Like, like saving them. We we could have had all kinds of a. There's there's a lot of things that I think would have made that movie better. Yeah, yeah. but uh, right now I'm not exactly here for that. Yeah, we're, we're talking about the originals. <laughs> Get out the laundry. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know that. That's my main reasons. I like Hoth a lot, and you know I really enjoy that scene and Dagobah. Luke training with Yoda, but. Something about just best spin is just like hmm. I don't know. It draws me out. I I just don't feel it.
0: I I think personally why why Reven- or Return of the Jedi is is number four for me. Not that number four is a bad spot. Again, my favorite movies are are tor- you know, basically after number seven on the list. But uh, Return of of the Jedi as a kid, like I owned that the The VHS is later in in my kid years, I guess, but it, I only had A New Hope and Return of the, uh, or Empire Strikes Back. Um, my uncle let me borrow those two, like he didn't have the third one for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but so like I, like I watched it. those more, so like, I guess that's why I like them more. I, I again, I don't dislike really anything in Return, but. Uh, yeah.
2: I Empire. For me, first off, Empire looks like it was filmed yesterday. I mean, that's true. It's the it's one of the best looking Star Wars movies from like as far back as it was shot. It was 1980, but yeah. the movie literally looks like it was shot like 1997, maybe. Like it, it looks good. It looks really good for its time. And they're are... even
0: look better than Return.
2: <laughs> yes, it did. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> um, but Empire has not, and here's Ryan Johnson didn't do it on purpose, but he basically remade Empire with The Last Jedi. But the thing that worked for Empire was there was still a lot going on conflict-wise within the side stories. Mm. So the entire time after they leave Hoth, Han and Leia and Chewie are being pursued by the Empire through the asteroid field. And not just the Empire, Vader's Super Star Destroyer and a fleet of Star Destroyers. Mm -hmm. Luke is training on Dagobah and learning from Yoda. And that whole everything there is very compelling the vision in the cave everything's great and then it the movie slowly builds up to the conflict with vader at the end and then you finally get to see luke square off with vader and then it ends terribly for luke because you're thinking because well, he didn't listen he, to you, yeah he's gonna maybe defeat vader and then he doesn't and you're like oh no you're like what's gonna happen and then at the end of the movie it's all hope is like seemingly lost because they're like, well, we, we're going to go try and track down Han. Yeah. Luke, you uh, figure out how to use your robot hand in the meantime. And then you fast forward into Return of the Jedi and everything is like starting to go better. But at that moment, you're like, I can remember watching it as a kid going, what? Like, they they lost? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, well, alright. I gotta
0: watch the next one now. If, if if there was ever a time that somebody was like, hey, we invent this thing, like, you can forget whatever you want. I'd honestly forget
1: the whole Star Wars saga and just rewatch them. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Infinity War, how they lose at the end. And that's why Infinity War is such a good
2: movie yeah. is because the, the bad guy wins. Yeah. And that's why that's one reason I liked it is because uh, when Thor puts the axe in Thanos, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I was like, "They kill off Thanos in the movie that he shows up in." And then he does the snap. And I was like, yes. I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Huh.
1: Well, that, so that,
0: yeah, that's, that's our star Wars ranking.
1: Um,
2: if we did some of us were right. <laughs> yeah. feel, feel free to tear us all
1: apart because uh am sh- free to tear Sean well, apart. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no, no
2: one's tearing me and Mike apart. I don't know. Uh, we rank me, Empire at number one. They'll tear me apart for Revenge of the
1: Sith being number three on mine. <laughs> I know I have some sympathizers.
2: Well, yeah, my dad. Your sympathizer because he likes Return of the Jedi more than Empire. <laughs> my dad would actually rank it the same as yours, Sean. He would go return to Empire and the New Hope. <laughs> Which, I don't know why we rank at New Hope so low. Like, in that trilogy. Like, like I said, there... Because it, they're, it they're, is
0: the, boor- the, the more boring of the trilogy. It
2: is. and But it was just world building at that point. They're so, all I mean, essentially... That. And that's why I
1: appreciate it and put it number two. They're all essentially on the same level anyway. It's just, yeah. you know... The slight differences that you like yeah. more, but... Yeah. But I think that was pretty good, successful. Uh... Yeah, first uh, return, first episode for you guys,
0: Return of Me, not the Jedi, though. <laughs> no, not, not the Jedi, <laughs> not this time. But uh, uh, thanks for everybody, uh, you know, listening to this episode. We went like an hour and a half, rough estimate. And so hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, thanks again. Uh, see you next time. Mm-hmm.
1: Later, everyone.
2: Yeah, thanks for uh, having us.
0: Yeah,
1: thanks for being here.
2: <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye. <laughs> <laughs>